Grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from the Gospel of Mark chapter 4. And leaving the crowd, they took Jesus along with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care? that we are perishing. Dear friends in Christ, well, we're almost through it, this pandemic, or so the government says, so let me say thank you. Thank you to the nurses and the doctors and the medical personnel and the healthcare workers and the social workers and the psychologists and mothers and fathers and everyone who showed care and got us through this pandemic. I am truly grateful for the work that you did in the name of Christ and for your fellow man. I think there were many moments during this pandemic where people were screaming at the sky, whether they were Christians or not, God, don't you care that we are perishing down here? At first, when this whole thing blew up and we knew not what was coming, people were wearing clear plastic bags over their heads with duct tape around their neck while shopping. We were wondering whether masks would work. We were wondering whether there would be a vaccine created that could, in time, to save the whole planet. We were wondering, would we ever be able to hug our loved ones again? A year of turmoil. We were locked up and masked up. We were reminded of our mortality. We were hoping and praying for relief, a vaccine, a break in the number of cases. Truly, we did what we could by covering our faces, keeping distance, and keeping our hands covered with sanitizer at every turn. We followed the arrows, we followed the rules, we followed the mandates put before us by the government. So now, it seems that there is light at the end of the tunnel, a return to normal, and we rejoice. We give ourselves a pat on the back. But I don't think that the world was truly roused from its slumber. And getting through this pandemic simply kicks the can down the road of the inevitable. We are all going to die. Golly, pastor, you are thinking, we're just getting past the gloom and doom of pestilence and pandemics, and this is your sermon. To be truthful, not only during this pandemic, but through most of my life, when trouble comes my way, Jesus is not always my first thought or my go-to guy when things go bad. Even when he has been my first thought and things work out, I don't always give him the credit. I was racing through the hills somewhere in the United States on my motorcycle at a ridiculous speed when my front wheel caught a crack in the highway. My wheel wobbled and I said out loud, Dear Lord, save! And that's all I got out before my wheel straightened out. And I thought, man, it's a good thing I took that motorcycle course. Here we are almost through this pandemic, and perhaps at some point we looked to the heavens and said, Lord, do you not care that we are perishing? And now we think, whoo, I'm glad Pfizer came up with a vaccine. Sometimes we are just like the disciples. We just take Jesus along, as if he's our insurance in case everything else does not work out. Like a genie we keep in a bottle, we pull him out when our own devices will not save us. In the text for today, we see the disciples leave the crowd, and at the request of Jesus, they get into their boat to cross the Sea of Galilee to the other side. The text says this, 
And they took Jesus along, just as he was. They took him along for the ride. In my sin, I have done just that, just taken Jesus along. What does Jesus know about motorcycle riding anyway? Does Jesus really care about what happens down here? When the windstorms of life and waves of pain break over the bow of my boat, it often seems as if Jesus is asleep in the stern. So the wheel is mine to pilot. It is where the disciples find themselves today when they take Jesus along and the wind and the waves break over the boat. Jesus is asleep in the stern. They wake him and say, don't you care? We are dying. Do you not care? How can Jesus be asleep in the stern anyway? I will tell you how. Jesus is not afraid. He is not afraid because he knows his heavenly father has all these things in hand and that the plan for his death is not a death by drowning, but a death on a cross. Jesus shows his disciples what faith looks like. Not faith in the sturdiness of the boat, not faith in the sailing skills of the disciples that took him along, but faith in his father who had a plan in place for his son before the beginning of the world. Jesus, once awakened, rebukes the wind and the waves and says to his disciples, why? Why are you so cowardly? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who is this then that even the wind and the waves obey him? You see, Jesus is not just an example of faith without fear of death, but he is the object of our faith because he has overcome death. This is the God of creation standing in the boat that created all things visible and invisible. This is the God of whom the psalmist of the Old Testament says, for he commanded and raised the stormy wind. He lifted up the waves of the sea. They mounted up to the heavens. They went down to the depths. Men's courage melted away in their evil plight. They reeled and staggered like drunken men and at their wit's end. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them. From their distress. He made the storm to be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. Then they were glad that the waters were quiet, and he brought them to their desired haven. You see, I have been cowardly in my faith. It's not that I don't have faith, but I am so like the disciples, focused on my life here and the prospect of my death, instead of the life that God wants for me to focus on, the one eternal life to come in his Son, Christ Jesus. The psalmist says this, Lord, teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And again, the psalmist says, O Lord, make me to know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? And the psalmist says, my hope, O Lord, is in you. Our hope is in the God who calmed the wind and the waves, who has the power over life and death, pandemics and pestilence. By his death on the cross, he has overcome death and sin. I said that surviving this pandemic only kicks the can down the road because one day we shall die. But God has overcome death by his death. We cry out, Lord, do you not care that we are perishing? God says, I cared so much that I sent my son to perish for you, to die your death, so that now death is simply a step through the door to life eternal. 
God says to us, in the favorable time, I listened to you. And then in the day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And why? Because if today is the day that you die, you will be transported to the arms of your Savior to live with him forever. It doesn't matter how it comes. Pandemic, failure of heart, failure of attention at the wheel, the Lord will bring you safely home. We are dying and yet behold we live. Let your hearts be at peace and still. For your sins are forgiven and your salvation is sure in the Son of God who commands the wind and the waves and not only those but holds the keys of death and Hades and has by his death thrown open the gates of heaven for you. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.